Welcome to Influence the Podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Lindsay. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss a random assortment of topics. Yes, very <laughs> random. I feel like we've been very scheduled and regimented. And today we're just going to kind of talk about a lot of different things. Yeah. I like these episodes, honestly. I do too. Kind of a catch-up, catch-all kind of episode. It's going to be a good one to start the new month off, Mm -hmm. um, kind of going into a new season and all of that. So, all right. But first, before we get into that, it's time for our weekly love and hate. Christine, what was your weekly love? So my weekly love is I just recently shared a blog post and it was dedicated to all of my most recent Amazon finds. I got sucked. I think I've talked about this recently also. I got Mm -hmm. sucked into an Amazon binge and just like some little things that I've been wanting to upgrade, replace, or try like metal straws. Um, I was searching for an alternative to stasher bags, the um, reusable like sandwich bag, snack bags. Yeah. Because stasher bags are like $10 to $20 a piece and- Who can afford that? Like if you're really trying to make a substantial difference in your house. So I was looking for some um, Amazon alternatives Mm -hmm. and just some, I found um, sheets that we've talked about numerous times that I think are the best things ever. They are great. So I put together like a whole post. Um, So if you're curious about some of the things that I've been using and loving from Amazon, um, that was my weekly love. So you will link that post in the show notes. In case yes. uh, we forget to go read it. I have not, I'm not caught up on blog reading this week, but I, I can't wait to read that post. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, And I asked also, and for those of you listening, I would love to know your Amazon finds. Like, what are your favorites from Amazon? Because I'm always curious what people buy from there and what they love, because you can really find some gems that you might not have, you know, known about otherwise. Yeah, I definitely do. I need to update that. I'm just, I'm trying to set up like my Amazon storefront Mm -hmm. and I haven't, like, I'm really behind on everything, but I kind of wanted to put out there some products that I buy over and over again Yeah, I've only been able to find on Amazon. So I know a lot of people hate Amazon and I understand where they're coming from. But Same. it can be hard to find some of this <laughs> stuff, especially like I have a Walmart and a Kroger here yeah, in town. I mean, so, and I, I try to order from Target and other places, but sometimes Amazon um, is just an easier option for me. And I brought that up in my post, like as far as like books and everything, I still try to support my local bookstores and things like that. Right. But sometimes I'm in a pinch, I've procrastinated, or my bookstore doesn't have it, and I can't wait a week or so. And sometimes you just need something like in two days, let's be honest. And for like my mom or people who like, you know, who live in smaller cities, you don't have access to all the other shops and targets and stuff sometimes instantly. Mm -hmm. So in a pinch, I, I do love Amazon for that. Yeah, I do too. So... That was my weekly love. Um, Lindsay, what is your weekly love? Well, we are currently, so we are in the last week of August. We always record this a week before the episode, but um, the weather cooled down a lot. I guess starting off Friday, 
Yes. Um, so it's been like in the 60s and 70s. We've had a little rain that is so much better because like a couple of weeks ago or last week, really, it was like 95 to 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, here too. Yeah. And I am I know like it's not fall yet. I, I know how calendars work. I, I understand seasons, but it, it has felt so much better out. Uh, it has been better for my sinus problems because that dry, hot weather just kills me. Yeah. This is what we consider in Georgia fake fall. This is like where the weather like is finally cooling off and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like leaves are starting to fall Um, when I come into my neighborhood and Rob's like, that's just that tree. It's not fall yet. (laughs) And I'm like, it was so nice over the weekend that I actually sat outside on my porch. Yeah, we, I sat outside, I took a walk on Saturday and Mm -hmm. it's it's fake fall in Kentucky too. It's fake fall, yeah. Because it'll be in the 90s in September and probably into October. But, you know, for now I'm going to enjoy it. I'm, you You know, know going to take it. I'm here for fake fall. (laughs) I'm here for fake fall too. It's over the weekends because it was so cool. I had ordered, is it airy? Yes. Okay. I had ordered one of their sweatshirts like a couple of months ago in anticipation for fall because they had a sale (laughs) going on. Um, And it is the softest, coziest sweatshirt ever. And I actually had posted it on Instagram. Like I was just wearing it and Mm -hmm. I got a bunch of DMs asking about it. So I'm going to link it in the show notes, but it is so soft and it's oversized and it's not something that I would probably like you could get it if you got it like in a smaller size mm-hmm. you could probably get it to wear out with like leggings but I uh, this one probably I'll just wear around the house but it, it it's really great was this the one that you posted today that were like do you want me to post this to my <laughs> you like to know it <laughs> no the one that I'm oh, wearing today okay. is an old old ass old navy sweatshirt it is mm-hmm. like th- this I can't even believe I walked in it. Like it has a stain <laughs> on it from like I use oil cleanser to wash off yes. my makeup. It has a big like oil slick down the front of it. Nice. It nice. is. It's awful. So I just wear it kind of to work out in like sleep in. But I was just being funny because it looks so bad and I can't believe I went out of the house like that. But (laughs) we all have those sweatshirts, but there is actually a blogger that I follow and she posts quite a bit. Oh, no, actually, it was American Eagle. Never mind. I lied. (laughs) Um, They're the same like thing. They're the same. Yeah. I haven't shopped a lot at Aerie, but um, I just pulled her up because I was like, I wonder if that was Aerie that she posted because I screenshot it. Um, She posted like this really long front cardigan that was like stripes and really cute colors. And I took a screenshot so I could remember to order it. Um, But like I don't shop at Aerie or American Eagle very often, but like in looking online, they have a really good selection of sizing options available. Yes, they do. And I I mean, it's been since high school, probably since I shopped at American Eagle. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just not something that I think about. But I've been seeing all these cute things from Aerie. And I think I can't remember if I ordered something from them last year or not. But I see all these really cute sweatshirts and, you know, I like, I need like lounge clothes. I have a Mm -hmm. lot of work clothes, but I don't always have a lot of like comfortable clothes. So I've ordered now a couple of things from them and I really like it. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into them because I haven't ordered anything from American Eagle or Aerie in like forever. 
Um, but that she just posted that and she posted a pair of really cute jegging, like jean jeggings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that would be like a really cute, like comfortable outfit. So I need to look at their websites and maybe give them a try. Are the jeggings from American Eagle? Yes. Okay. I've heard they're they were really like good. High waisted something or other. I'll put the link below. I'll go back and research what yeah, they were. Because I've heard I- several people talk about them. Mm-hmm. And I believe she's like a size 20, 22. Um, so they go upwards also. Um, I believe to a 24. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well that's so, good to know okay. but they have straight sized options available also okay great yeah i've like i said it's been a long time since i have shopped at american eagle yeah, yeah, but same. um you know i'm trying to kind of like i don't need a ton of things for fall now but i do need a couple of things and obviously i'm between sizes and yeah all of that right now so i'm not gonna invest in a $200 pair of jeans or whatever. Exactly. I'm just I'm not going to do it. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to have to look into your sweatshirt because I love yeah. a good cozy sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. I will definitely link it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can move on. What is your weekly hate? So my weekly hate is something that we could probably spend an entire podcast episode on, and I think we should in the future, but um, I'm going to get into this a little bit um, later on in our conversation that we're going to be having today, but my weekly hate was something that I have been struggling with, and it's on how we sometimes have to retrain ourselves to make ourselves a priority, like self-care, eating, eating better foods, going to the doctor, you know, taking time, you know, to schedule a massage or something like whatever it is. I have found that I am really struggling and I didn't realize how much I have put myself like on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been something I've been struggling with. Like I even, I told Lindsay this before that I actually sat down last night and watched an hour and a half of TV. And I told my husband, like, I feel guilty, like even watching TV anymore. And he's like, what are you talking about? And it's because I have so many other things that I feel like I should be doing before watching TV that I'm not even allowing myself like an hour here and there to watch TV anymore. Right. And I'll get into more of this later, but just how we sometimes forget to make ourselves a priority. It's like we have to retrain ourselves and that's crazy, but it's also important. I think that this would be a really good episode topic, um, maybe one that we can cover this month because yeah. I know that you're not alone and that I struggle with it too. Like I was going to acupuncture once a week. I probably haven't been since May now. Mm-hmm. I just haven't made the time. Um, I was going to start getting massages once a month. I've had one this year, (laughs) you know, Um, I kind of put myself like last, like I schedule, you know, some things like just I'm the last one, you know, to take care of myself almost. So I told, I I get that. Yeah. So it's, I think we definitely should do an episode on it. I mean, I just recently had a massage and I was like, why am I not doing this more often? Now they can be expensive, but I can easily go to Target or Starbucks or something and blow 
that money so easily and not think twice about it. But like scheduling yeah. time for me to get a massage, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't afford that. It's too much money. Like, yeah, this is being extravagant. And it's like, what the fuck are you thinking, Christine? Like, this is important. I would like to do an episode on that as well. Um, because I think a lot of times we all are guilty of that saying, yeah. oh, I don't have money for that or I can't afford to do this. But how many times do I walk into Target and just blow $100 on shit that I don't need or going to get coffee every day or, mm -hmm. you know, just these like small like Amazon purchases that we're making. Yeah. And like I this week went through and got rid of some things like that I wasn't using, like some mm -hmm. um, subscriptions. Like I had a gym. I don't even go to this gym. I don't even live in the same town as this gym, but I had joined a gym and it was costing me money every month. Yeah. So I went and canceled that. Um, I canceled a couple of other things that were just taking money out of my accounts that I wasn't utilizing at all. Yeah. So I encourage you all to kind of go through and see things that maybe you're not you that you're not utilizing um, some ways that you can save money so you can put money back into the more important yourself. things into yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I would like to do an episode on that as well, um, yeah. like investing in yourself. So I mm -hmm. think we have two episode topics. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Just out of that one, out of your weekly hate, we have two episode topics now. Awesome. Uh, Lindsay, what was your weekly hate? Okay. This is really changing, really changing <laughs> course. But it's something that we've talked about on here and it's something that's always going to be an issue, I think, but it's influencers cheating the system. I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of people complain about it lately. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't care. I just want to move on, you know, do whatever you feel like you need to do. And it does seem like Instagram might be cracking down on it a bit, but it is frustrating to not be really growing and you're seeing all these people who are growing and they're not doing it authentically and they're getting yeah. all these opportunities and all of that. And it's just not right when you have people that have worked really hard and have done it the right way. It's very frustrating to see. And this is something that in a lot of you, you know, might not be bloggers or influencers and you probably see it, though, also. I mean, I think it's pretty apparent. Um, but for those of us who are in this industry, it's just a topic that's just never ending and it's just so frustrating and I see it all the time. And actually I had someone the other day reach out to me and they were like, what am I doing wrong? And you know, as far as growing my account, I'm trying, I don't know what to do. Um, this person, you know, she's like, I know other people that buy likes and followers. And I'm like, you know what? You don't want to go down that route. It's not going to do you any good. You're just going to be wasting money. But her main um, complaint and so many people feel this way also is I'm doing this authentically and I feel like I'm like at a standstill and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I feel the same way. And yeah. I don't have, and I know a lot of you too work full time outside of your blog and your Instagram. And it's very hard to find that time to really focus on growth when you have a million other things to do. Um, mm -hmm. I know some people will hire like a, a virtual assistant and have yeah. them go like a bunch of posts and like engage to get more followers. I'm not mm -hmm. going to put that money into that. I'm not into putting money into Instagram now um, because I just, you you can't control it. Um, no, and we're going to talk a little bit more yeah. about this down below. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
you know, so I have been doing something on Instagram and we were going to do an episode on it, but I've kind of had to abandon ship because I just don't have time. I started another Instagram account (laughs) and we can talk about this later, but I kind of wanted to see how people were getting ahead and Mm -hmm. you can buy likes, you can buy followers, you can buy story views. I didn't even know you could buy story views, honestly, until you told me. I had no idea. So I found out, like I went down like a dark hole of of random weird fake shit that you can do on Instagram. You can buy anything. Mm -hmm. You can buy comments. You can buy engagement. And I know that that's what a lot of people are doing. It is. And it's very sad that you're doing that. But they're getting ahead because until Instagram really cracks down on it or businesses really mm-hmm. pick up on what they're doing, they're just going to keep getting away with it. Yeah. And it's like, I say this every single time, but I feel like a broken record. But rather than socking money into your Instagram, and I do think that Instagram can be a great tool for your business. Oh, I agree. If it's done correctly. Yeah. But you don't own Instagram. Instagram has days where it doesn't work. Instagram could shut down tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You need to focus what you have control on, and that is your blog. Yeah. I say this every single time, but it's the truth. And I really love it for the community aspect, and that's what I need to just focus on. I need to remember that, like, this is why I come here. Um, It doesn't do a lot for me as far as blog, my blog is concerned because I don't have swipe up. So Mm -hmm. people don't spend a lot of time trying to go to the link in your profile and all that. Um, So, you know, it's not, it doesn't bring a lot for my blog. And that's funny because the amount of time that people spend on it, they act like it is like their most important thing ever for their business. And it's not, it's just a very popular social media app. Right. Exactly. But that was my hate. I know we've talked about it so much before and it won't be the last time that we talk about it. (laughs) It is part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating, but I think we're all right there with you. Yeah, I think so. I've seen, I saw someone today um, who's like a local blogger and influencer and she was posting how she was frustrated by it because there are a lot of local people just doing giveaways every day and buying likes and followers. And you can definitely tell Um, Mm -hmm. my friends, Nicole from what Nicole wore, I'm going to share her post down um, in the episode notes, but if like probably a month ago, I guess now she wrote a great post about this. It was a really good post. It really was. And uh, I'm going to share that. So give that a read. Just she goes into a lot of detail about it. Yeah. Um, why don't we go ahead and get started? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Go ahead and get started on our little random chit chat that we're going to have today. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay and I both read a book called Three Women. Three, three women. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm having a little bit of a day. Um, three Women. And it is by, do you know how to pronounce her last name? I have no idea. We'll just Here we go do again. the best we can. <laughs> Lisa Tado, Tadow, Tadio, Tadio. I don't know. <laughs> we never can pronounce the author's last name. We can't pronounce um, anything. <laughs> no. really. I mean, we're lucky, honestly, that we were able to press record today. Let's yes. be honest. 
Um, so this is a very hyped up book right now on Instagram. Don't you like, do you agree? Oh yeah. I've seen so many people talking about it and if you want to read it, I don't think we're going to give away a ton of spoilers, but you may want to skip through this part if you want yeah. to read it and haven't yet. Yeah. Um, someone asked today on Instagram and she said that she was trying to read this book, but she was really struggling and kind of like, was there anything positive that came out of this book? And in my opinion, this was like a not positive book at all oh i mean no it went down such a dark deep path as far as women's sexual desires that i i wasn't prepared what there are a few things i didn't like about it one of the things i didn't like is the writing style Mm -hmm. and i don't mean like i think it was neat that she told it from three different perspectives three different (laughs) women so the book if you're not familiar it, it does talk about three women as the title suggests and their stories. Um, one, I'm not giving too much away. I don't think by saying this, cause I think you no. can probably find this in the, like in the summary of the book. Um, one is um, she was assaulted by her teacher. Her high school. Yeah. Teacher. Her high school teacher. Um, one story is a woman who is going through a divorce and having an affair with, her high school boyfriend Mm -hmm. and the third woman is uh, she and her husband are swingers. Yeah. So that's kind of you're, you're hearing from the three women and that. um, And so I like that she tells it from three different, you know, three different stories, but yeah, the writing style really turned me off. Like it took me Mm -hmm. a long time to get into that. And these were all true stories. Like yes. this author spent years with these women and really did a lot of research and everything. And I have some questions about that also. Um, it was it was very hard to read for me, especially. And I don't remember their name. I should have written this down. I'm better about it. But the one who had um, the affair with her teacher. I think that's Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. <clears throat> That one was really hard to read and very difficult. Um, I've been meaning really to look that story up. I did. Oh, you did? Okay. It, yeah, I did. I looked it up online and um, he was, you know, awarded teacher of the year. And this was, you know, from what she's saying, you know, that they had this affair and, you know, they texted to each other and all of this stuff happened in their classroom. And I was just like, holy shit. But it gave you like an inside perspective as to what this girl, like her feelings and everything that, you know, had developed for this man who was a grown adult. And it was just, it was shocking to me. That story, yeah, was the most shocking to me. It was very yeah. sad, um, you know, <clears throat> for many reasons. And I don't know. That, too, is the only one where they share real names. So you can actually yeah. look that you story look that up. up. And I don't know. And he was, the trial, he was found not guilty. Right. Which, which was just like, sucks. wow. Yeah. After all the proof and everything that they had, I was just like, heartbroken for this woman like yeah yeah um so that one you know that's kind of one of the bigger i guess kind of the biggest story (laughs) yeah um 
the other two or I, I don't feel like they go into as much with those, but there you don't use their real names or anything. I didn't, the other thing I didn't like is that, I mean, because she did spend time with lots of people, like she didn't spend time with just these three, like she worked with other women too. And I know some of them ended up not wanting their stories shared, but Mm -hmm. the one thing, it was like all these women were submissive. Now, I mean, we could say, I mean, Maggie, of course, I mean, she was underage, so that doesn't with her, I, I don't mean it in that way. But the other two were adult consenting women. And I don't know. It just, I wish there was like a little more diversity in the stories. Yeah. And with the, the women, author, period. Go ahead. No, I mean, just, it was like, I don't know. It just, I felt like there wasn't a good, I don't, I can't even think of how to, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a good sampling of women in the united they were states three white women. yeah it was three that's and i couldn't remember i was making sure like yeah i um, believe they were i three think they were women. too yeah um so it wasn't it was just like three white women stories there wasn't any diversity really even in much in age like they were in their 30s mm-hmm. and which i mean maggie was younger when her story right. happened but even Maybe economic, that would be like the only difference. Well, but not um, even really because them. Maggie Maggie was the only one who was like lower class. The other yeah, two were middle or so. higher middle yeah, class. That's true. that's true. So I guess that that's my point is that they just weren't like of all the women in, in the United States, like this is right. the only three that you could find to share. She originally had started talking to men at first and I'm reading, um, I put this down, she... Um, and this reading guide said that she had talked to men beforehand about desire and she became intrigued by the complexity and beauty of violence uh, and, and violence of female desire that she turned her focus exclusively to women. Okay. So my thing was there was no like positive information on sexual desire here like we didn't get to hear yes. from like everyday women about that their sexual is exactly what i'm, I'm trying to say <laughs> like, you said it much more eloquently than i could i couldn't put it into words but yeah you're we exactly had right. a woman whose husband liked her to go to hotel rooms and have sex with other couples yes. one was having i mean she was in a sexless marriage like they didn't kiss they didn't touch there was no like physical you know, anything happening. Yeah. So she was having an affair with her high school boyfriend. Who treated know. her like and shit throughout. Complete garbage. Yeah. Complete garbage. And I wanted to like, I would like a follow-up maybe even. Just, I wanted yeah. some information about everyday women, their sex lives, their sexual desires, different, you know, there was none of that. I agree. I think that's what kind of turned me off from it because- it just kind of showed like the bat. I mean, it did show, Hey, we have desires too. Right. Um, but it didn't shine them in a positive light at all. I'm glad that I read the book because it was very, wow. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know what I know. else to say. I know. I agree. I'm glad I read it. It was, too. A, it was a hard read. I mean, I really struggled with Maggie's story. Yes. It's um, very upsetting, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And you could read, like, you can research this online. And I did. But I just, after spending, the one question I had is it kind of almost read like an erotica. <laughs> like, 
Did these women go into such specific details about their sexual encounters? How did they remember all of these? Like it was very specific as far as her writing about when these women had sex especially like, is it lena the woman who yes. was okay mm-hmm. um so yeah she the was one the one had... who was going through a divorce yes <clears throat> uh yeah it was yeah. very like i'm remembering specific things yeah. from it and i would never like did these women that. go into that like i mean if i were to, someone to ask me like you know what did you do in sex last weekend? I don't even know if I could tell you. Like, I mean, I don't know that I could get into that specific, especially like a long time ago. I right, mean, right, right. That's it read I- almost like erotic porn, basically. And yeah. I was just like, wow, okay, did she really get into these specifics? Or was this just her writing style? Like, you know, I was just that kind of like threw me off a little bit. I think I struggle with that too. Um, because it it just, yeah, I couldn't, some of it didn't seem real. Yeah. In a way. And she spent so much time with like years with these women that I was just, I don't know. I don't know what I expected out of the book. I just, I definitely wanted more positive information on women and sexual desires. Um, And I didn't really feel like I got that from this book. Instead, I I just got like a really shitty look at like these three women and what they went through. Yeah, it was like three sad stories of women who have been abused in some way. And I get it that that's real life and this has happened. Yeah. But I just would like to have had her maybe expand on, I don't know, expand on this whole subject. Yeah. Like here's a woman who has really taken control over, you know, her life and her desire, but there wasn't that, that was not this book at all. So if you're curious about the book and you are still listening, even though we told (laughs) you there might be some spoilers, I'm not saying don't read it because I do think it's a really interesting read. Just kind of know that this is not a positive book about sexual desire. No. And we would love to hear from you on this. If you have read it, we'll probably open a discussion on our Facebook page or on Instagram Mm -hmm. somewhere. So let us know your thoughts on it. Yeah, because it's a very, very popular book right now. And there's a lot of criticism and also a lot of praise for it. You kind of seem to fall on either end of the spectrum. You know, it was funny because I read it, like after I finished it, I was disappointed because I'd heard nothing Mm -hmm. but glowing reviews. And then after I read it, I started like trying to find the other like the bad reviews and like the criticism. And when Mm -hmm. I found it, I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt about it too. I shared an article with you. Yes. yes. I I think I still have that saved. And if I do, I'll put that in our show notes for you guys. Cause it's it's a really good article. So um, that's all we have to say on three women. (laughs) We didn't want to do a book club with it because we, there's some other podcasts who are, gonna be doing that but we wanted to talk about it because we've had we know a lot of you are reading it and we've had some questions about it so just kind of wanted to put that out there it wasn't our favorites but we would love to discuss it with you all yeah it's a great book for discussion so if you are um in a book club and you're looking for a new book um i think it is a great book to be discussed like it has i think that you know but because there are so many other book clubs that are doing it, we didn't want to do it as well. So, 
Um, I just have something really quick. Um, the VMAs were on last night. I did not watch them. I didn't either. Um, I have glanced through and kind of looked at some of the performances, but Lizzo, woman after my own heart, I love her. I love everything that she stands for. And she performed two of her songs last night, um, one of them being Good as Hell. And I just love that. I feel like that is an anthem we all need to listen to every single morning. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> listen to it. Just listen to the lyrics. I love everything about her. Yeah, she's fantastic. She is. I kind of saw uh, that. I didn't watch. I haven't watched for a million years. Um, I watched her performance. I saw the Missy Elliott performance where she brought back, I think her name is Allison. Her dancer? Yes, her dancer that was, oh that I remembered from the video a million years yeah. ago. And she was in, like, Step Up. Is that what the movie is called? Yeah. Okay. I think she's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. So she brought her back and she was amazing. And oh of course, I have to mention the John Travolta. Trend. Oh, I heard he met again. <laughs> the, the Adele Dazim <laughs> thing has always been like one of my favorite oh my things of him. But so he, if you didn't see it or haven't seen it online, he, um, I guess Taylor Swift won an award. And he handed it to, um, I, I don't know her, her name. Yeah, I don't remember it. I just saw it quickly. But it was not Taylor Swift. But it wasn't Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, so it was just very funny. And I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I know who all of you are. This will probably be the one thing that gets me in the most trouble of everything I've said yeah. on here. <laughs> but You are no love. I love her, but you're not alone. I don't know. It felt like it this week when everybody was listening to the new <laughs> album. I'm like, am I the only one? Um, no, I love her, but not everybody does. Actually, I saw on Instagram that a lot of people were like, okay, I just don't like her at all. But essentially, John Travolta, he handed um, the award to a drag queen who looked like Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was just really funny to me. Yeah. Just because, so, because of him. I think he's like, I don't know. Yeah. I was reading. I couldn't remember. I was trying to see. Um, this was a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Um, yeah. I was trying to read up. I was trying to see if I could find a name really quick, but nothing is popping up really quick. Oh, gosh. John Travolta. <laughs> but um, I'm going to have to go back and watch a Missy Elliott performance because I didn't get to see that one. Um, but I love her. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to pull up this John Travolta thing. I will say that the person who was up there receiving the award okay. looked similar. Jade Jolie. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So. Like, I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, and I get that, but I don't know. I guess if he hadn't done that previously to Adina Menzel, <sighs> then it wouldn't have been yeah. as funny. John Travolta. Oh my gosh. That's a story for another time. Yes. Um, today, as we are recording this, it is August 27th. And for all you basic bitches out there, <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte is back. Um, do you like the pumpkin spice latte, Lindsay? I don't, but I don't really do Starbucks that often. And I tried the PSL as it is affectionately called. <laughs> um, I tried it one time and it is not for me, but I like pump other pumpkin things. 
I love pumpkin yeah. beer, especially. <laughs> I love pumpkin beer. <laughs> I knew you were going to yeah. say that. My husband is obsessed with, I think it's like the Warlock or something. Their pumpkin beer. I'll have to find the name and put it every year. Like the other day, he's like, it's almost time. The, I think it's like the Warlocker. I can't remember. I don't. I could be totally wrong. But he was excited because it was almost time for the pumpkin beer. So I bought like Blue Moon has a pumpkin ale that I. I mean, it's pretty good. And there's a couple of like local ones, and they've been out for a few weeks. So I've already bought them. I drink some over the weekend. Uh, the one he is talking. Oh no, that's not it. The Southern Tier Pumpkin Ale oh, pumpkin. Yes. He likes. I love that one. But he likes the Southern Tier um, Warlock Imperial Stout. I don't that is his that absolute favorite. That'll be a good winter beer. Um, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> I cannot. I used to back in the day. My Starbucks orders would be like white chocolate mocha and pumpkin spice. I can't do it anymore. I can't like either. it's just so sweet. Yeah. It's like drinking liquid sugar, which it pretty much is. But I will do like a pumpkin spice coffee. Um, but now know. that I'm old and not fun, and I can't have dairy and all that, no, I, know. I can't do I can't do the pumpkin spice latte. But my friend sent me a thing saying there's a pumpkin cold brew that I might try, and they're also doing something with their nitro cold brews that's pumpkin. Yeah, also. I saw that. That I might give it. That I might try. Yeah, I do. I have to say, I love the pumpkin scone from oh Starbucks, my God, it and is their so good. pumpkin muffin is fantastic i don't think i've tried that one but i do it's a pumpkin muffin and it has cream cheese in the middle oh 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 my gosh um so yeah pumpkin spice uh pc pc oh my gosh i'm really out of it today let me see i can't (laughs) psl is back back. and someone tagged me on instagram and they were like basic bitches our time is here (laughs) which i'm i love this time of year I, I love my favorite. leggings and big sweaters and sweatshirts and booties. Yeah, I've yes. ordered so many candles already. So yeah. I'm fine being basic this time of year, but the PSL is not something that I do. There, uh, Last year, Target had a really great fall coffee, and I can't remember I what it. it was. Yeah, what was I remember that? you talking. And their fall coffees are out right now. Oh, they are? Okay, I'm going to have to stop it and get some. It wasn't rum or something, was it? Oh, maybe. Whatever it was, it was I, so good. I bought the pumpkin spice coffee from like Starbucks while I was in Target the other day because I couldn't remember which one it was. But I remember you shared that coffee and I think maybe even Chelsea did. There were several um, of us who kept sharing yeah. it because one of us shared it first and we like yeah. all just kept <laughs> sharing it. It was so good. And for some reason, I can't think of it. That seems like a lifetime ago now, but I'm going to have to yeah. make a Target. Yeah, let me some. know and yeah. we'll post it below. Yes. Because when I was at Target, like all the Halloween costumes are out, like everything fall, like happened overnight. Okay. I'm going to have to so, go in. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about quickly. I shared a very personal post last week on my blog. Um, for those of you who don't follow me, um, it's simply steen.com. I did something that is like, I can't even believe honestly that I did this. I will be the first person to admit to you that I hate working out. I don't like the term diet. I think that it's toxic. I think that it is fucked up so many of us. Um, But lately I realized I needed to do something about my health. 
Um, I'm 38 years old. I'm going to be 39 in December. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That terrifies me. It's okay. I am on high blood pressure medicine. I'm not sleeping well. I have weight issues. I have hormonal issues. And some of this, you know, I, I can't really control, but I can do better at. And so Lindsay was going to be doing her experiment with Instagram. So I'm like, I'm going to do an experiment. And we have talked about faster way to fat loss so many times on here and about how we get so sick and tired of people pumping it out on Instagram and all of that, that I'm like, you know what? I've bitched about this. I want to try it and see what all the hype is about. So I spent $200 of my own money because apparently a lot of people thought that I was sponsored. I was not. I paid for it myself and I signed up. Did people ask you that? Yes. People were like, is this sponsored? And I get it because, you know, a lot of people pumping it out probably do, you know, they are sponsored. Do you get like money from sharing I don't know how it works. I'll be honest. You can sign up to be an affiliate. Okay. Um, and I did sign up only because, I, and I even said in my post, like, I'm not going to pump this out. I'm not going to be giving people excess links on like Instagram or anything, but you can make money as an affiliate. Okay. It's not really like a goal of mine, but I wanted to have the option available if I did, you know, want to continue talking about this. We'll get into that later. So I kind of put it all out there in this blog post and I was like, you know, this is why I'm doing it. I'm curious about it. I want to see if having a coach will help me. I want to see what this whole intermittent fasting, carb cycling, macro counting. I don't know any of this. I want to see what this is about and I want to see what the hype is. So I'm doing a little bit of, as I told Lindsay, investigative podcasting. Um, And I signed up myself and I paid for it myself and I've been doing it. This is now my start of the second week. And I feel like I might have to eat my words about how annoying I annoyed I was at hearing it being talked about because I am seeing results. And I don't know what what and I didn't mean to cut you off but one of the things I found so uh, one of the things that to me has been very obnoxious or I don't even know if obnoxious is the right word but it's the people who are sharing it and it's I I think everybody should have the right to do what they want with their body and you Mm -hmm. have to be what size you feel comfortable being at at a weight that you feel comfortable. Um, It's up to you to determine that. But if you, I've seen so many teeny tiny women sharing (laughs) this and I'm talking like very petite women Mm -hmm. sharing this and putting this out here and saying I want to lose weight. They're like the Regina George. I want to lose three pounds. Mm -hmm. That is what has turned me off from it yeah um again I don't care like what if you have to do whatever you have to do for yourself you make that decision that's not something that anyone can tell you or or determine for you that what that is what turned me off from it and the constant pumping out of the link for it Mm -hmm. and not being open about that not saying hey I'm gonna make money from this if you sign up for Mm -hmm. it I didn't even know that that was a thing really that you could yeah, you're do a coach. 
you can sign up to be an affiliate. And I have to say, I want to do, I don't know if we'll do like an episode on this or something, but you can definitely follow my experience on the blog. My first thing that I did was research, (laughs) since you brought that up, was basically I'm fat and I'm doing faster way to fat loss. Like I couldn't find anything. And I know that there have to be people that are out there who are like myself and are not teeny tiny who have done this and gotten great results. I just couldn't find anything when I went online. No, And And when I did my post, one of my Pinterest um, pins that people could pin Mm -hmm. was I'm obese and I'm doing faster way to fat loss. And I'm glad that you're putting that out there because, again, I found it very toxic because of the women who were sharing it. Yeah. It didn't – it wasn't something that I felt like – I was seeing from diversity as far as a size, like size diversity, body diversity at all. It was all Mm -hmm. from very like thin women, very skinny women, you know, right. Posting this. Mm -hmm. And that is what made it seem very toxic to me. Well, here's the news. I may be blonde. (laughs) It's fake. (laughs) It's not even real blonde. Um, I am what the doctors would consider obese. And I hate even saying that. And it kind of makes me want to throw up in my mouth. But we all have been there at the doctor's office. Um, They consider me obese based on the BMI charts. And I'm doing this thing. I paid my own money. No one sponsored me to say this. I'm not going to shove it down anyone's throats. I wanted to be able to give a realistic review of this in my experience as a non-teeny tiny person. Um, If I lose weight... That's amazing. But honestly, I just needed to work on my health and what foods I was putting in my body because I was putting garbage in my body and I needed like a little bit of like a reset. So I committed to it. This is an eight week program and I'm in week two so far. And I'm not going to say it's been like horrible because it hasn't. It's been a learning experience, but I will say If you need someone, and all coaches are different, but I will speak on my coach. She has helped me so much. She even sent me a text today. I don't know if that's normal and was like, I just want to let you know you're doing great with your food choices. How are you feeling? Not like, you know, how many calories are you taking in? Because they don't even want you to weigh yourself. They only want you to go by measurements and different things of how you're feeling. So that is one thing that I really appreciate. But like my coach is checking in on me. We had an hour long phone call the other day to talk about any questions I had and like setting up my fitness pal because I'm using that. And I just have had such a great experience so far. The food has been, um, I'm learning the whole nutrition aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of appreciate that because it's giving me meal ideas that I never would have thought of. I'm never going to be the girl that's going to be like, give me a kale salad. Like that's what I want for lunch. <laughs> right. I throw quinoa in my mouth. It's not that I love it, but I'll eat it. Um, but it's really about taking the time for my body and myself and figuring out what foods are working for me. Because going to Chick-fil-A every single day for lunch and tossing back Diet Cokes all day long and skipping, you know, meal after meal after meal it was doing me no good when I was essentially putting garbage in my body. Mm -hmm. So I have to say that my experience so far has been very, very positive. And I did cheat and I did get on the scale and I know that I'm not supposed to do that. And actually Rob took the batteries out of the scale, so I can't do it anymore. Oh, good. 
because he's like, I don't want you doing this to lose weight. I want you to do this as a learning experience with foods and nutrition and all of that. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's just a number on the scale. But I cheated and I did it before he realized and I was down 12 pounds. Okay. So I am not going to say that, you know, every single one of you has to do this immediately because it's not for everyone. But I wanted something for myself where I was taking care of me and ditching some of the bad things. I mean, like last Saturday, though, I was my nephew and I ate pizza. And you are allowed a treat like on certain, you know, like on Saturday to go with your workouts. But it's just kind of teaching me more about nutrition and what I'm putting in my body and what could be causing issues like as far as dairy and gluten, which I've kind of suspected. So it's been like a learning experience for me. And I know that we, not that we trashed it before, but we're like, fuck, I'm so tired of hearing about this, you know, yeah. um, what people probably say, a diet plan. But I wanted to try it for myself. And as a person who is larger and loves Chick-fil-A and pizza and drinking alcohol, I love a glass of wine. I wanted to see what this would be like for me. So I put out a post. You can read about it online. This is what's happening in my life right now. Yeah. And I think, you know, you being upfront and honest about it, um, especially since we had talked about it quite a bit on here, yeah. um, it is not something for me. So I'm going to live vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> And Rob, my husband, is doing it with me also. That like, has not to make it easier. Yeah, it does. Um, and he's the most supportive person ever. That's great. Um, my mom is doing something similar. She's at the point where she is um, older and she's realizing her metabolism isn't the same. Hormones are an issue. Yeah. And she's trying to do something to better herself. So I'm all about that. If you know what, and maybe we're bitches for like, ugh, faster way to fat loss or whatever else, Weight Watchers. I guess my point is, if you want to try something, do it. Uh, you know, I, I'm I feel the same way. I don't like. I'm not a fan, obviously, of diet culture. I think yeah, it is very toxic. toxic, and especially with the new Weight Watchers, um, with them doing the kids fucking bullshit yeah I, I wanted to research that more before we talked about it and I yeah. just haven't had time to do that so mm -hmm. that's why we Same. haven't really discussed it on here but, but we have talked about it um personally ourselves yeah it's something we do want to talk about um I don't I think that is just I'm disgusted by it I did do Weight Watchers a few years ago I did have success but then my life was just <laughs> in shambles. <laughs> My sister-in-law did Weight Watchers, and she's still doing it. And I believe she's lost over 100 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. And her, I, her sister didn't did lose. it also. This was probably like five years ago that I did this. I can't – like, I lose track of time. But mm -hmm. I – this was before they changed to, like, the no point. Like, it's – it was different like than – Yeah, it's different then. Yeah. There was many times where I felt like I was starving. Because yeah. they didn't have as many like zero point foods and I would mm -hmm. eat like an egg for breakfast and that was a lot of yeah. points at that time. So yeah. I lost weight, but I was hungry Starving. all the time mm -hmm. and yeah. I stopped doing it and, you know, I and gained that's not all that weight me. back and yeah. plus some. Um, I, it's not for me doing things like that. It's not for me, but I'm not going to fault anyone for doing what they feel they need to do for themselves um i did trash faster weight of fat loss um because i didn't like 
what I was seeing on Instagram. So if you, I'm happy for you to change my mind on it. And I'm not like promising anything. This is just going to be my experience, no, but yeah. I wanted to have, because I researched it. Yes. I couldn't find the single post, blog post, anything of a woman who looked like me doing this. Yeah. And it's something that I'm like, okay, well, I want to try like as a fat person, you know, I hate to say that, but you know, as our society would view me as I want to see what this is like mm-hmm. and I'm not starving. And in fact, I'm probably eating more than I ever have. So that's also been something that, you know, I have to, I'm really, really bad about putting good food into my body. And I'm like, why am I waking up feeling tired every day? Why do I have a headache today? Why, you know, well, it's because I'm putting shit into my body. So that aspect of it and learning and having my coach's help has really, really helped me. But I said on my blog post and I, this still holds true. I'm going to keep it very real. Like when I'm at the end of my eight weeks and I'm going to tell you exactly what I think good and bad. Yeah, I'm interested to see that because pretty much everyone, and I don't know if it's because they're getting affiliate links for it, but mm-hmm. they there's only one person that I have seen not be positive about it. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of negatives. I will be honest with you. And it was something for me, one of the reasons why I signed up for it was because I do have PCOS and the founder of this program also has PCOS. So there are some sense. issues. There are some issues that I have as far as um, insulin issues Mm -hmm. that I have to really be careful with. So I was kind of confused about how intermittent fasting was going to work. That's what I was getting ready Um, to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to kind of scale mine back. And my coach actually tailored my carbs, um, fats, and protein percentages that I'm supposed to have a day. It's tailored to what I have medically going on. That's so oh, it's good. not that's good. For yeah. Now. Yeah. It's not just like a here. This is what you do no matter what. That's not how it is. I, um, um, I think it's important that you say that because I know I get caught up in following like a trend online and I won't yes. like ask anybody. I won't say anything to my doctor. And last mm-hmm. year I tried intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. it threw my period off so bad. Like it's, yeah. it, it took me forever to get it back on track. It's not something mm-hmm. that I can do. And yeah, I'm trying and to work with my it. doctor on that now. But just because you see someone doing something and yeah. you see an influencer talking about it all the time yes. and it's, it's so good yeah. for me, it's been it's so great and it's really changed my body and my life. That doesn't mean that it will work for you. So no. be careful really, about listening to people who yes. don't know what they're talking about. And you should definitely talk to your doctor. Like I'm on medications and such. Right. And I've had blood work done before this. I have an appointment scheduled with my doctor like in just a couple weeks to like talk about where I'm at because I'm already noticing that um, I am on a pill called metformin. And for those of you who are listening, you might have an idea what it is, but it's basically for people um, who are like pre-diabetic or diabetic and it helps like level my glucose. Okay. Well. I take two pills a day and I'm already noticing that my glucose levels are getting too low. So I'm already having an appointment with my doctor to go and talk to her about, okay, what do I need to do now that I've adjusted my diet and I'm actually eating like good food? I might not need this as much, but you really need to talk to your doctor and 
um, have conversations with them, even though sometimes we're scared and we're nervous about it, you really need to talk to your doctor before you do anything. Yes. And that could be an episode topic for another day as well. But yes. just again, wanted to put that out there. And this has nothing to do with you and what you're doing, but yeah. don't just listen to people who have no medical expertise. Yeah. Don't don't follow what they're doing. Talk to yeah. your doctor first. They're a doctor for a reason. And most people online just try to share what's working for them, but that doesn't mean that it will work for you. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'll definitely be sharing my journey on that. It's something I wanted to talk about on here just because we have talked about it on the podcast. And actually, I think my coach listens to our podcast. Hello. Uh, <laughs> But I wanted to be honest about it because I know a lot of people and I was kind of nervous to even bring it up with like with my followers and my audience because I didn't want them to like roll their eyes at me. But I rolled my eyes at myself. But here I am putting myself out there and trying it. So I will give you the good yeah. and the bad. Well, we appreciate you being open and honest about it. Yeah. So that's my little discussion on that. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Do you want to move on to another topic? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about something? <laughs> um. Do you want to talk about putting down other bloggers? Yeah. I mean, I can think we, we can. It kind of goes. Bit? Yeah, it kind of goes along with what we talked about, like with um, PSL right. coming back again in fall, and you know, things that we see influencers. The one thing I noticed. Um, I need to go through my social media and really unfollow people that I'm tired of seeing. Me too. And I encourage everyone to do that because social media can be a very toxic place. And we've talked about this, but in reality, part of that I'm doing myself because I have people on there that I'm tired of following and who make me feel like shit. And I don't want to see them on my feed anymore. And this happens on Twitter also. I don't really have a lot to do on Facebook, but Instagram and Twitter I see so many bloggers and influencers who constantly bash bloggers and influencers and other people and what people are doing so much. And I'm just tired of it. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, I will say that we have been guilty of doing that on here um, a little bit, or I have been, um, you know, there are some things that I've made fun of like the headbands and all of that. And I need to not, be so judgmental about some things because there are certain things that I like that other people hate. You know, I love I the housewives and not everybody I does. Think where we were coming from that was people are like putting out like $200 headbands. Oh, no, I and know. It's a fat, I just mean, I mean, not even on here, but I've said things like on my own don't mean personal hateful. like Instagram or yeah. whatever. Um, I've been guilty of doing this in the past too. And uh, it is obnoxious and if we have a podcast and we have blogs and we have social media, but you don't have to have an opinion about everything. Like sometimes you can keep it to yourself. You don't have to share it with everyone. Yeah. Um, people are allowed to like what they like and yeah. celebrate what they want to celebrate. And, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to do it and you can unfollow and Move, if you want to light on. your fall candles and drink your pumpkin spice lattes and wear your pearl headbands and you you live your life the way you want to live your life. And it's just something I noticed that there are certain um, people that I'm still following and I'm like, why am I following them? Like, why? Yeah. They don't engage on any of my stuff. 
they're not, you know, helping support me. Why am I supporting them? I do it that was a conversation. too. Yeah. I've yeah. kind of really thought about that a lot lately. And I don't know if you get this a lot, but I get a lot of asking me for advice to, this is kind mm-hmm. of changing the subject, but um, they ask for help on whatever blogging podcasting and they don't engage with me at all or never share our stuff and that irritates me too um but yeah no I feel the same way there are a lot of people I follow who are just so negative about everything Mm -hmm. and that is I I don't need to see that sometimes I just want to have a good day and you know you don't need to see everyone's negative opinion on every single mm-hmm. thing and every single person and that's why I had to really stop Facebook for the most part yeah Facebook's very bad about that negative. yeah I just don't spend a lot of time on there I think people assume that I do but here's a little tip I schedule a lot of my social media ahead of time um, I do that Facebook. too yeah I use it for like pictures of my family and different things but otherwise like during the last election and everything, I had to like, it was toxic. And it's I couldn't, getting I bad again. Be bad. We're getting to that yeah. point again. And like, we have it an is. election coming up in Kentucky in November. And so it's, you know, we're kind of getting to that point where yeah, that's starting to pick up some steam. And I, you know, this whole weekend, like before, like this previous weekend, I just, I didn't spend a lot of time on social media. I read a couple of books and just, I took a nap one day. And I felt Mm -hmm. so much happier not worrying about what was going on, what people were saying. You know, you have to take a break from that sometimes. It's an addiction. It is. And we need it. You know, you're a full-time blogger and we have blog and podcasts and like we have to engage, but you also have to take a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really do. Um, And I do, like I said, you know, in the beginning of this, you really need to look at who is on your feed. Who are you following? Why are you following them? Yes. Do you want to see their content? If you're not ever engaging with them and you're just swiping past them, take them off, like unfollow yes. them. And that There's goes no- <laughs> that goes both ways. And yeah. another thing too, it's okay if you outgrow people. Uh, there may be people that you followed for a long time. Maybe you've both followed each other for a long time, Yeah. but maybe you don't engage with each other anymore or they're always negative or you know maybe you've just changed there you don't have to keep following them just because you're allowed to unfollow or that's so important yeah I think so too um yeah yeah but I I do encourage everyone maybe that'll be like our little task for you guys go through your social media or whatever and Maybe even just sit down and think of like five people who, you know what, when you look at their feed, you're like, shit, this is making me feel like crap. Yeah. I feel like I can't, like it's causing comparison issues or, you know, what they're putting out there you just don't believe in or, you know, find value with. Unfollow them. Yeah. And I guarantee you it'll make your social media experience so much more pleasant and positive. I agree. Um, And you want your you want people who support you and that you find value in following. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I said too, it's okay if like you outgrow people or they outgrow you, that's all right. You know, you can move on from it. And if, you know, same goes for us. If you don't find our content to be something that, you know, is positive for you guys and you're just not really at the same place as we are, 
it's okay if you unfollow or, yes. you know, don't listen to our podcast. And we don't need you to DM us about it. It's okay. Exactly. You can move on without letting us yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll always take constructive criticism and we're here for that. But, you know, definitely if you need to unfollow us because it'll make your life, you know, better, that's okay. Yep. So um, Instagram has really screwed with all of us who do this for a living. And four, if you're not familiar, is – how do I explain this? Um, can you help me explain what four is? F-O-H-R, not like the number yeah, four? No. <laughs> I'm going to pull it because <laughs> I don't really – okay, they are an influencer marketing platform. Okay, yes. So back in the day when I first heard about four was that I could basically have like a media kit – that was something that they kind of put together for me and I could send brands to my four link. Okay. And yeah, I didn't even know that you're describing it. Yes. You know a lot more probably about. It than yeah. I do. So it's changed over the years and now they also have a very popular um, YouTube um, series called a drink with James, who is kind of, I believe the founder of this mm-hmm. and it's really, really great and very informative if you are an influencer and they recently just did Um, a post on their Instagram, and it was all about Instagram engagement. And what was interesting to me was that it's basically saying that Instagram is um, being designed to be more personal. That's why smaller accounts are shown first, like your family and friends, and why you may miss a few posts from bigger influencers. So it's saying basically the smaller you're following, the higher your engagement rate. And I found that really interesting. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it before the episode started because we have both just seen this. And I was telling her, so I'm going to talk about it after this a bit, but I um, had started this fake, like kind of a fake account on Instagram to do an experiment and I was trying to buy followers and all of that. And I was trying to kind of see how much, like what it would do to my engagement, because I know there are so many people out there who are doing this, but it, I realized like I do pretty well, like I get pretty good engagement for not being in any pods or anything like that. And there are mm-hmm. accounts that are much bigger than me and I get three times the engagement that they get. Like I get a lot of comments on posts, you know, my likes, they vary, but like I looked at an account yesterday, there you have like 12,000 followers and they maybe get like four or five to four or five, six comments on a post. And that really surprised me, but this would make more sense because I always think everybody's doing something shady, but maybe this is really what's happening. A lot of people, I was reading the comments on this post, and we'll have this um, linked below. They are bigger accounts who maybe don't, you know, aren't shady and actually just started Instagram and grew a following. They're even thinking of starting new accounts because their engagement is so horrible. They feel like they're being punished because they have such a large following. Yeah. And their engagement and the algorithm and the way it's going, they're thinking of starting new accounts. I'm reading some of the comments right now as we're talking and some of them saying maybe we should just start over. It's so unfair. We've been here since IG started. We have supported this app since day one and they bite the hand that feeds. I know a lot of people think that. Mm -hmm. 
So a lot of you, I get messages all the time like, what do I do for Instagram? My engagement is horrible. And I'm like, you know what? Almost all of our engagement is not probably where we would like it to be ideally. And we don't really know what the hell the Instagram algorithm even is. I feel like it can change every single day. I think it does, you know? I, I truly do. Um, you know, we had that whole thing with shadow banning before and all of this and do use hashtags, don't use hashtags, use hashtags in your captions, use them in the post. I mean, we don't know what the hell is going on with Instagram, but this is a very, very, very interesting article and we definitely wanted to talk about it because I know a lot of us do have questions when it comes to, you know, Instagram's algorithm and just Instagram in general. Yeah, we could probably do, we'll probably do more posts on this in the future, I'm sure, because it a lot of you are bloggers and influencers, so I, I can see us talking more about this. Um, yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk about quickly <laughs> is I had, like I said, I set up a fake Instagram accounts. And I mm -hmm. was going to see how quickly it would take me to get to 10,000 followers doing shady things. So I kind of fell down, like I said, this black hole of sites where you could buy followers, you could buy likes, you can buy uh, story views, you can buy all of this for as little as two ninety nine. Like, I mean, you, you honestly can buy 25,000 followers and have it on your account in like a day. Yes. So, That's how crazy yes. it is. So the first time that I did it, I bought, I think I bought like a thousand followers and I ended up getting like close to 2000 out of it somehow. Wow. Um, I don't know how that worked and I never made it to buy likes or buy story views. Like I had these big ambitions, but I've just been busy and it, it's, you know, so now I've been doing like working on three Instagram accounts. I just don't have time to put into that. So yeah. I went in a couple weeks ago to go buy some more followers and I bought them and they never came through. So I actually got an email from the company today saying that Instagram has cracked down and you may not be able to do this anymore, at least from mm -hmm. this site. So I got my money refunded back because it does cost money. Um, so I'm going to probably abandon this project in a way. I may still do a couple of things with it, but I just kind of wanted to show you. I think that a lot of us, I know I struggle with why am I not growing? Why is this account mm -hmm. growing? How is this happening? They don't even post good pictures. Like these are things that why I have said. Why are they getting sponsored posts? Yes. They don't even work. I, I see this. Con yeah. yeah. We all struggle with this. We do. And so I wanted to kind of see and I wasn't going to use this to like get sponsored posts or anything but I just wanted yeah, to show she's not using this on her own no. this was a totally separate account. exactly this was a totally separate account and I was using like recycling some of my old pictures I was taking silly pictures like at a restaurant like I mean it wasn't anything that I was really like taking pictures for I wasn't doing right. like a lot of more work for it but I just wanted to show that a lot of what of people who are growing are doing it this way um and yeah like that it can be done <laughs> that it's not always authentic when you see people growing that they might be doing these things and it's very easy to do with a couple of clicks and your credit card you can have any 
amount of followers that you want. You can have any amount of followers, anything. And I think a lot of us in the very beginning um, didn't really understand like loop giveaways and everything. And this whole aspect of, you know, being able to get more people following our accounts was like, and people are still doing loop giveaways. But for me, yeah. like I tried to do them in the first because I was like, oh my gosh, my readers will be able to win this. How cool. Yes. And I didn't do anything where like you had to follow like 200 people or something. Mm-hmm. But I did participate because I didn't truly like understand it. I mean, this was years ago, like when I first started blogging and I had no idea. But what happens is you get these people and you might get a couple people who stick around but you get people who are basically following you to win something. And then when it's over with, they're done engaging with you. And yeah, you have followers then who either unfollow you or they hang around, but they don't do anything on your feed and your engagement sucks because you have all these people who don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah. So it's like we've learned kind of now what is happening when you participate in these. And I know some of you listening, you may still participate in them. Everyone does whatever they want to do. This is just my, you know, personal opinion on it. I just think it's a waste of time. It is. You know, I did one, we talked about this on one of the first episodes. Mm -hmm. I think Um, I had signed up for one several months ago because I was feeling really shitty and I wasn't invited to something. I thought I should have been invited to blah, blah, blah. So, and I was sick of everyone locally growing and they were all doing loop giveaways. So I signed up for one and I did it and it did nothing for me. Like, I can't tell you, I haven't seen, like I got some new followers, but that's dwindled Mm -hmm. already, of course. And my engagement hasn't changed. Like there isn't, I'm not getting more likes. I'm not getting any different kind of comments. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, if you're doing it a lot, maybe it will work for you. But I did it one time a couple of months ago and it, it hasn't helped me at all. And that's a lot of money that you're putting into this. Yeah. You could be using that money to work on your blog. That's, I felt like, like an idiot for doing it. Like, yeah. I mean, some of these girls or girls, women, men, even too, men bloggers, they're socking so much money into these giveaways yes. and stuff. And I'm like. I don't get it. Like I did it in the beginning, I will admit, because I didn't understand. Like I was a new blogger. Mm-hmm. I had no no clue what the fuck I was doing, if I'm being honest. And now I'm just like, why did I do that? Like, what was I thinking? I mean, I think it's great. Like if you do a giveaway with a couple people or something, oh, you yeah. know, like, hey, that's great. You know what? And I have no problem with that. But it's just all the other shady things that are happening. I'm just like, oh, Focus on your blog, your own content, what you own. Don't worry about that other stuff. And it, it's easy to say that. And it is. Um, because I still do worry about it and I'm trying not to care because I don't really, I, do. I don't apply for sponsored posts. You know, the last time that I tried to, I, I just kind of abandoned it because I didn't think I would even be accepted because I don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram. And so I haven't done one since trying to apply for that one, which was a a while ago, because Mm -hmm. it is hard. And I I get it. If you're wanting to make money from it, you know, I share affiliate links. I just paid $400 to renew my hosting for the year. So do I want to make a little money? Hell yeah, I want to make that money back. And you shouldn't feel bad if you want to do that. Blogging is an expensive hobby. 
So if you're just doing it for a hobby, it's expensive. You know? I get it and why people do it. I just want them to understand the outcome of what could happen. But right. we all worry about social media. We do. I mean, we all worry about it. I mean, I, I still worry about it every day. If I'm not engaging enough, am yes. I engaging too much? Am I being too personal? Are my pictures pretty enough? Like, you know, it's a it's an ongoing thing that we worry about. It is. And I wish it that sucks. I didn't, but I do. And I know a lot of you do as well. But you're not alone. No, not at all. So that's kind of just all. our Instagram spiel for the day. <laughs> this was the most random chit chat. Yes. But we hope that you guys liked this episode yeah. because we just kind of wanted something that was a little bit more relaxed, nothing too structured. We just kind of wanted to talk for a little bit. Just a random coffee PSL chat. <laughs> yeah. Without the, I'm drinking lemon water. <laughs> I'm drinking water right now as well. <laughs> so um, we'll do these um, episodes more often. Um, I mean, we've already come up with two more episodes yeah. out of just my hate. So, again, if you guys have, I know that um, we've gotten some uh, listeners who want us to do some um, skincare topics, some travel topics. Um, we have not forgotten about those. We're just fitting them into where they work with our content that we want to share. Um, I don't want you guys to think we haven't, you know, we just forgot about them because we have not. But if you guys have anything that you would like us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah, we, and like we said last week, we or two weeks ago now, we do want to have <laughs> more guests on. Um, we're just trying to kind of get our footing and figure out some people to have on here. So we'd like to do that more in the future. If you liked that, I think Cheryl was a great guest, but we would like she to have great, more. Yeah. yeah, she gave some great information and we definitely want to have more guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to go ahead and close up this episode. Um, as a reminder... Uh, we are going to be doing our next book club um, episode on September 25th. And if you haven't already listened to the August book club recap, I cannot talk today. <laughs> um, you can go and find that in um, our podcast listing. It is live now. And again, that was um, the summer of 69. Yes. So we'll do our September episode for the book club will be September 25th. And you should be able to find our book online somewhere as of recording we haven't decided we're letting you all decide so we'll try to post that in the episode notes yeah we'll post all this down below um in the episode notes so you guys have all that but um yeah yeah, thank you for listening and please continue to rate review and subscribe we have i guess last week we got some new reviews and we really appreciate those it helps us so much it helps us stay relevant in itunes there's an algorithm with that just like there is on all other social media so we don't get seen if we're not getting reviews basically yeah and with um itunes changing some categories and such it's getting even harder of course it is always so we really do need your guys's help but we really appreciate it when you share on instagram or facebook or wherever word of mouth it is helping us so much get out there you don't know how much we appreciate you sharing every week it really means the world to us yeah it does um 
definitely leave, keep leaving reviews. Yes. The more reviews, the better. Yes, and the better reviews, please. We don't need a yes. one one star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see this every episode, but fuck that one yeah, star yes. review. <laughs> we will say it um, for the until the end of time. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But um, all the reviews that we have been getting, you guys have been giving us great reviews, five stars. That like means everything to it us. It really does. It really does. It's hard so to do this. It's not, and we're doing it for free, and we're paying to do it actually. So yeah. it really we're helps us. Yes, it builds us up a lot. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening today, and uh, we will uh, talk to you next time. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.